Jingle Dress represents healing. And the first time that I danced Jingle, I really felt like myself like blossoming into a whole other person. And um, it just makes me really feel like it sounds corny, but one with the earth, like actually it really does. It's summer, and in honor of all the powwows happening across Minnesota in the country, we wanted to revisit one of this podcast's most popular conversations. This time last year, I sat down with Rosemma Lafferty, who is a member of our tribe. Rosemma helps plan our annual Wachipi, or powwow, a free event that welcomes thousands of people to experience Native dance and culture each August. I hope you enjoy listening and have a chance to experience a powwow this summer. Good afternoon, Rosemma. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Rosemma, you're on our Wachipi committee. You help plan uh, the annual powwow, or Wachipi, as we mm-hmm. call it, in Dakota. Um, can you talk a little bit about what a, what a Wachipi is? Wachipi is a gathering for everyone to honestly come and enjoy. It's a whole weekend thing. It's a Native American event basically and it allows us to dance and sing and eat and shop and all of that. If someone's attending for the first time, what what should they expect? They should expect a good time and to have fun and amazing food, cool crafts and just a really good like environment to be a part of. So what does a a day at Wachipi look like? Um, well, eating, of course, eating a lot of Indian tacos <laughs> and walking around, catching up with people that you haven't seen in a while, meeting new people, creating new memories with loved ones and watching the dancers dance, do their thing out there and also hear the beautiful music that we dance to as well. Tell me a little bit about the dancing. Like, how does how does that work? How does the day start? So the day starts off with grand entry, and um, we have veterans. They start off the grand entry, and then we have our royalty, and then it kind of goes down from the oldest generation to the youngest. All the dancers will be in there. So during the dancing and, and during grand entry, uh, we follow certain protocols. For somebody who's never been there, can you talk a little bit about etiquette at Wachipi? I mean, the main thing is all around respect. For example, if a really cool dancer is standing there and they just look awesome and you want to take a picture of them, instead of walking up and shoving your phone and, you know, just taking a picture, the best thing to do would be to ask and say, hey, can I? You know, you look cool. Can I take a picture of you? 99% of the time, they'll say yes. If they say no, then just respectfully, you know, take that and maybe ask someone else. I think that's great advice. Um, so you've danced at our Wachipi before and have been SMSC royalty. Mm-hmm. Um, what does being elected to royalty mean and, and why do you like to dance? Royalty is about being an ambassador for your tribe, going out to different powwows, traveling around the world, and being a representation for yourself, your people, and your community. 
And why I love to dance is because it brings a lot of joy to me. It brings me energy, even when I don't have it. And I dance for the ones who aren't able to dance anymore and the ones who are no longer here. I invite you to join us for this year's SMSC Wachipi, happening August 18th through the 20th in Shakopee. This is a great opportunity to experience traditional Native American culture in person. There will be hundreds of dancers, drum groups, and singers, plus Native food and arts and crafts vendors. Learn more at smscwacipi.org. Now, back to our episode. Um, why did you decide to join the Wachipi Committee? I joined because my mom asked if I wanted to help one year. I said yes, and it was just super fun. It was awesome to be able to be behind the scenes and to be able to use my voice in ways that I didn't know how to before. What is your favorite part? My favorite part is watching the dancers go out there and do their thing because they all have their own individual way of the way that they that they dress themselves, the way that they flow out there when they dance or there's certain moves. And I think that that's my favorite part because everyone has their own story that they tell out there. I agree. I love watching the dancers, especially oh, yeah. under the lights at night at and night. seeing all their regalia mm-hmm. twinkle and sparkle. sparkle yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of regalia, I think that's an important thing to talk about if yes. you've never been to a cheapy ride. Yes, yes, People yes. tend to say costumes. Oh, but gosh. Yep. T- talk a little bit about that. Okay, so a costume is something that you wear when you pretend to be something that you're not. We don't call them costumes because we aren't pretending to be Regalia is the the correct term that we use. And sometimes even just saying like outfit, that's much better than saying costume because we're not trying to portray something else that we aren't. Um, and I think everybody's regalia is a, it reflects who they are, right? Most definitely. And Most where definitely. they come from. There's mm-hmm. many different styles, right? Most definitely. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the different styles? Okay, so there's traditional and there's women's traditional. And both of those have different, their own different groups. And then there's jingle and grass dance. And then there's women's fancy and men's fancy. There's also dances like the chicken bustle. And they kind of dance like chickens too. It's it's cool to watch. You yourself dance two different styles. I do. You are a fancy dancer yep. and a jingle dress dancer. Yep. Which one do you like more? Definitely jingle dress dancer because... I'm not in shape like how I was when I was dancing fancy. But besides that, a jingle dress represents healing. And whenever the first time that I danced jingle, I really felt like myself like blossoming into a whole other person. And um, it just makes me really feel like it sounds corny, but one with the earth, like actually it really does. That's beautiful, and I love watching you dance jingle. Thank you. It's really fun. Um, so our tribe invites the public to the annual Wachipi. It's free, open to the public, and a wonderful way to share our culture with the broader community. If there was one thing you would want people to know about us as Dakota people, what would that be? That would be to to know that we live 
with a value system. And we have seven Dakota values, but the ones that I specifically try to live by is prayer, respect, honesty, and wisdom. And I feel like that's something that we could share. I agree. That's great. Um, so we will see you mm-hmm. at the annual Wachipi here in August, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully in regalia and without. Yeah. Uh, we're very excited. Thank I'm you so, so excited. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a little more about our annual Wachipi and, and what to expect while we're there. Yes, Padamia, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me for the Native Minnesota podcast. For more episodes, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also visit our website, understandnativemn.org, to learn more about our campaign's work to improve the Native narrative in Minnesota's public schools.